Hello, welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusterman, and I'm a senior account manager at Evenbound. Evenbound is a digital marketing agency as well as a Diamond HubSpot Solutions partner located in Grand Haven, Michigan. In each episode of this podcast, we'll break down current and complex marketing questions into easily digestible five to 10 minute episodes. Let's jump into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm here with a very special guest today, um, Mike Lieberman. He is the CEO and chief revenue scientist from Square Two. Uh, Mike, it's super great to have you on. Colby, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So we got connected through John Heritage, this uh, president of Evenbound. And I, I'm curious as to how you and John met. Could you give any everyone that little backstory? Yeah, John and I have known each other for a while. Um, I do a little bit of agency coaching, and John has been in one or two of my agency groups for a long time now, probably three or four years. So I'm excited to watch John do his thing and help help him along the way. That's awesome. And I think to, to get started, we kind of said it in your title, uh, you're the chief revenue scientist, which is just a really cool title, by the way. But you're going to be here on the on the podcast for a few episodes, and we're going to talk about revenue and growth. And I, I really don't think there's anyone better to have these conversations with. So, so let's jump into it. Our question today is, what are the pillars of revenue growth? I think that's a pretty loaded question, but I, I want to hand it back over to you. What are those pillars of revenue growth? Yeah, we could talk for a lot more than uh, 10 minutes on the pillars of <laughs> revenue growth. And uh, yeah. I'm going to take a slightly different uh, approach to answering this question. Obviously, I could be like, oh, marketing, sales, customer service, like the, the, the way most people, I think, traditionally answer this question. But I've been doing this for a long time, and I found that generally there's something missing when companies are struggling to hit their revenue goals. And uh, when we look at clients and prospects and try to help them identify what's missing, it generally falls falls into one of four areas. So they might not have the right strategy or they might not have all the elements of strategy that they need to execute month over month revenue growth. Then we notice that sometimes they could be missing some of the tactics required to drive month over month revenue growth. We also find that in most cases, they're not doing a good job executing the campaigns, which is kind of this ongoing cycle of, of revenue uh, generation or at least contribution to revenue generation, like lead generation or demand generation. And then last but not least, they just don't have the right technology platform. It's become so you have to do so many things at the same time today that technology is mandatory. And sometimes clients have some of the technology or they have the, the technology, but they're not using it right. So there's a component of technology in this uh, formula also. Uh, yeah, understood. Uh, like you said, I think we could talk about this like for probably hours. Um, but with that, with this 10 minute time frame we have, how are some, when you are working with clients or prospects, what are some things you do to kind of evaluate these pillars of growth and identify, okay, here's where we're struggling. Let's, let's work on that. Sure. So we obviously do audits like a lot of other agencies do to try to uncover what might be missing. But I think when we look at the audits kind of in each of these four areas, it gives us an ability to kind of focus on a specific set of things that 
could be challenged with a company, like on the strategy piece of it. You know, one of the things we're looking for is what's the company's big story? You know, what's the message that they're trying to get out there that, and, and how differentiating is it? I find a lot of companies generally play it pretty safe. So what they're saying might sound a little like their competition. And when it comes to differentiation, they might be saying things like, oh, our people are great, or we've been around for 40 years. And while that's interesting, I don't know that anyone ever hires you because you've been around for 40 years or because your people are great. And I know for a fact, no one ever says, oh, our people, yeah, they're really mediocre. So you should go to these guys over <laughs> there. Like everybody says yeah. their people are great. Everyone says they have the experience they need to, to, to get the job done. So it, it generally means that companies have to work a little harder to come up with that story and, and that differentiation. And obviously that we identified that this is a weak spot and we help them through some exercises to come up with that. So, I mean, I could go through each of the four pillars and identify similar kinds of things that we go through, but that's a, a pretty common one. I've heard that tons of times from companies and how they position themselves. So that's that's good to hear. That's a common problem you see and uh, you and your team do things to kind of help um, push them a little outside their comfort zone, get to the deeper problem. Um, I think just let's go through the other three if you can give similar examples. And I think that'll paint a really great picture in this 10 minute time frame. Yeah. So when it comes to tactics, it's it's a similar kind of exercise. We take a look at what they're doing. Um, but some common areas that companies might be missing the boat a little bit is like they might have a great website that looks really good, but they haven't really deployed content in a way that gets people to engage with the website, right? So people are coming and they're looking around and they're leaving because there's nothing really for them to do. So, you know, you know, at that point we would be like, okay, so we have to create a different experience on your website that gets these anonymous visitors to become new contacts or maybe even leads or hopefully sales opportunities. So, you know, what questions do the people have when they're coming? What kinds of information would they be looking for? How do you deliver that information on the website experience, whether it's gated or ungated, in a way that gets people to want to give you their contact information? So now someone moved from anonymous visitor to new contact, and we can execute a whole another set of tactics to nurture that person until they become someone that is actually a lead or a sales opportunity for the business. So there's a whole collection of tactics in that short story that might not be present, might not be executing productively, might need to be tweaked a little bit um, in order to make sure they're using the right kind of combination of tactics. When it comes to campaigns, I think you have an even more complicated exercise because lots of times people don't know how long campaigns should be running. They don't know that it needs to be omni-channel, which means you have to do lots of things with, with your message. You can't just send an email out to your prospects. Okay, we're done. Campaign executed, right? <laughs> like you need to make yep. sure that the website supports that message and that your social posts support that message. And if you're doing any ads, those ads support that story also. And what are those people doing when they come back to your website that's part of that campaign? Um, what does the campaign rhythm look like? And you can't just do it once. You have to do it like multiple times because we all know people are exhausted from all the digital touches they're getting. If you just touch somebody one time, it's probably not going to work. So is it three times? Is it five times? Is it seven times? Is it longer? And then what does that entire campaign look like? How are we going to measure it? How are we going to optimize it over time? There's a lot that goes into that. And I think a lot of people kind of struggle with a lot of the pieces in there in order to get a campaign to produce results. I have a lot of uh, clients who would say after a month, well, my my my, my paid LinkedIn isn't working. We, we try to explain to them, 
you're going to have to give it more than a month. I mean, a month is just long enough for the algorithms to start working. Like, you know, if you give, <laughs> if you give up on it today, you're never going to know whether it could actually produce results or not. So I don't think a lot of people understand that piece of it also. And then last but not least, with all of these things going on and all of the data collected with all of the things that we're doing, if you don't have the right technology in place, you can't analyze your performance effectively. You can't automate all the things that you want running kind of behind the scenes. You have people doing a lot of work and now they're not really efficient. You're not really efficiently deploying your people. So when it comes to technology, are you getting the right data? Do you have the right insights? Um, Is the right amount of stuff automated so that you can have all of these orchestrated omni-channel campaigns running at the same time in a highly efficient way. I think technology is a big one for people. Um, they probably have subscriptions to things they don't even remember or they're they're paying for users that don't work at the company anymore. Like there's just so much that goes into that. Um, so definitely aligning on that sounds like it, it's a piece and a step in the right direction to overall revenue growth. 100%. I I think that was super helpful, and I know in the coming episodes, we're going to dive a little deeper about aligning an entire company around revenue growth and some of those details, but for today, I want to end with that, and Mike, if someone was looking to learn more about these pillars and understanding them, kind of putting them in perspective for themselves, is there any resources you would recommend or next steps for them? Yeah, we have a lot of resources. Um, You can go to square2marketing.com. There's a lot of resources there. We actually have a really interesting Netflix-style streaming service called Square2 Plus that you can also go to on our website, um, square2marketing.com backslash square2plus. All kinds of video and audio content on these kinds of topics can be found there. And we have channels for CMOs and CEOs and CROs. So that would be probably where I would start Um, looking for additional information on this kind of system. Awesome. And I'll definitely link um, that URL in the show notes so you can find it there as well. But Mike, I want to thank you so much for jumping on today. It was a pleasure talking to you and we'll, we'll definitely have you on next week and keep the conversation going. You too, Colby. Thanks. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. You can rate us five stars on Apple Podcast and Spotify, and we will talk to you tomorrow. See ya.